You start stacking. Why do you have your way? When you go to God and you've already made your mind, I said this. People leave the church long before the feet ever carry out the door. And it's for something like this. Well, the preacher done this. Well, the choir done this. Well, social teacher done this. And you start making reasons and excuses of why what you've done made up your mind is right and you've not given God a voice. All you're playing, and I, I'll be honest, I have done this probably more times than I should have, but I went to God and told Him what I went in to do. Or I have stated my prayer in such a way that He knew what I wanted. Now God, I want you to move in that person's life and hey, I want you to do this or this or this. And the reality is God doesn't need your way at all. God was a king. God was leading these people. He was loving these people. And they started making excuses on why not only that, don't, don't, don't miss this. Not only was it a physical excuse and a perversion excuse, but notice what? It's a personal excuse. Make us a king to judge us like all the nations. Notice something here. They wanted to be like everybody else. Their minds already made up. They go to God and they're playing, but their minds already made up. And they want to be like everybody else. I mean, everybody else is doing this, and everybody else has got a king, and everybody else has got somebody made up, and everybody else has got this. Isn't it amazing? Listen, don't miss this. When you've done made up your mind, to have your way, it's amazing how many people we reach out try to drag in to our way. Don't step just by yourself. You just sit to God pointing at other people. I love this. I love this. It happens all the time. And you know, old so and so, they ain't doing nothing. But you're not the only one. Because you're trying to find what you've already made your mind. See, it's dangerous when we go to God with our mind already made up. They went to God and didn't get up their mind. They don't have another king. Anyone can be Jehovah God. And that comes Samuel. We don't care what you say, what you do, your argument. We're not asking your opinion. We don't know. We don't, we don't want to know what you think about the matter. We just demand to have our way. First of all, first of all, they formed it before they prayed. Second, 
Oh, this is so dangerous. And I must confess, I lived this one out. So I know how dangerous it is. Is when you go to God and your feelings determine how you pray. Now, the people have done made up their mind. I love this. Samuel done debate with him. But I hope you just see something about Samuel. I don't want you to be a Samuel. How did this affect Samuel? But the thing displeased Samuel. The old man of God is hurt. He loved these people. And he's hurt. And a thing, his, his, he did hurt. That word displeased means to see the danger in something. And he was hurt. And the man of God, because he had a passion and he felt betrayed and outdated because of the people's request. Don't be surprised if you serve God, people don't treat you the way they should. Oh, Sam, it's right to get angry. But the Bible says, get angry but sin not. Now I want you to see something Samuel did here. He's hurt. You've got to understand something. He's hurt. And I must tell you, I, I know how that feels. I've experienced it two or three times. But notice what he did. He leaves the desire of the nation. And he's upset. And he decides, I'm going to go to God, but I'm not going to let my feelings decide how I pray. And he goes to God, and he doesn't let his feelings. He's hardened, but his heart's not decided. Number one, he prays properly. When you're hurt, run to God. When you're hurting, run to God. Not to tell him about your hurt, but to find out what he would like for you to do in the midst of your hurt. He ran to God. He prayed. And his mother had taught him to pray. Eli talked about prayer. And prayer had changed his life. As a matter of fact, prayer works for revival. First Samuel 7, Matthew, Samuel said, Gather all Israel to Mizpahs, and I will pray for you unto the Lord. Prayer works for personal direction. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord. He prayed properly. But his feelings 
is not overriding his prayer. He listens intently. And he's surprised with the answer. It wasn't what he expected. And the Lord said, Hearken unto the voice of the people and all they send to thee. God told him, Listen, you go ahead and let them out the way. Dirt them in their way. Second, I know you're hurt. I know you're taking it personal. Any pastor takes it personal when he's hurt. And Samuel gave it to them. See, I don't serve a God that's a tyrant. If you want something bad enough, God will give it to you. God let you have what you want. But notice with me the third thing. The finality. Notice it's dangerous to pray when you've already made up your mind. Born, born before you pray. You've already made up your mind. It's dangerous to pray when your feelings determine how you pray. But notice the finality brings a burden instead of a blessing. The Bible says there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And listen to what he said. He said, hearken unto him and let them have their way. Hold it. Time out. Time out. Let me tell you what that way is going to be. Solemnly protest unto them and show them the manner of king that shall reign over them. Here's what he said. And he said, this will be the manner of the king that shall reign over you. He'll take your sons and appoint them for himself, for his chariots and his horsemen, and some shall run before his chariots. He's going to put your, your sons in his army. He said, listen, this is what your wife's going to give you. He will appoint him captains over thousands, captains over fifty. He will set them to ear his ground, to reap his harvest, to make his instruments of war and instruments of his chariots. He said, he's going to make you your, he said, you, you, you can hide your way. I'm going to give you way. He's going to take his sons, put them in the army and make them work for him. what else he said. He'll take your daughters to be confectionaries and to be cooks and to be bakers. He'll take your fields. This is what he said. And your vineyards. 
and your olive yards, even the best of them, give them to his servants. Wow. He'll take a tenth of your seed. He's going to tax you. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? He's going to tenth of your seed and of your vineyards and give to his officers and to his servants. He'll take your men servants and your maid servants and the goodliest young men and your asses and put them to his work. He'll take the tenth of your sheep and you shall be his servants. And you shall cry out in that day because of your king, which he, have, which he shall have chosen you. And all don't miss this. And the Lord will not hear you in that day. Why? God says, You go ahead and thank your Lord. And I'm going to tell you something. It's not going to turn out. I don't know what's going to happen in this election. A week from now. Tomorrow is. A week from tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen in this election. But I'll tell you this much. It's the most important election you and I have ever experienced. And God in His mercy and grace will allow the rock man to get in. Then maybe we got a chance. But the wrong man gets to Right now, hey, I'm going to keep it personal with you. Right now, the wrong man gets in. You'll tax the state of California, be taxed 62% of the State of North Carolina, uh, New York, my big pot now, it is 61.5%. They're not quite as bad. It's wrong with That's his tax plan. He says, we're going to tax us the rich. We'll take something. The rich can load up move to a different country. But guess where the poor middle class working Big walk. How many of you can load up in the far country? I can't. So guess you're going to put up the brunch of taxes. I'm just here to tell you, if we demand our way as a nation, we get the wrong man. He might be. I'll tell you this much. You ain't never seen nothing. Dr. Kisper. Told a story. And I suspect he was a general, somehow elected man, was on a plane. This man in you who was walked up started talking to him. He said, I know you don't let your spouse. He said, I just wanted to meet you. He said, the old man started to cry. He said, the old man started to weep. Here's what he said. He said if the wrong people are voted in, they're coming after us. 
Let me close with this thought. Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but as delights in the law of the Lord, and his law doth he meditate day and night. He should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth his fruit in his seasons. His leaf also should not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. It's a delight. To give God veto power as you go to Him to prayer, whatever He says. That's what Samuel did. By the way, He did that beside His spirits, His heart. Finally, the Lord said, Samuel, they're not, they're not against you, they're against me. They're not throwing you out, Mr. Pastor. They're coming against me. And God said this. You get another way. Because when we demand our way, God will give it to us. But what a blessing it is to let the Holy Ghost to God leading and guide our lives. Psalms 25, for my, I love this verse. Show me thy ways, O Lord, and teach me thy paths. I've had to do that with tears before. Lead me in thy truth and teach me for thou art the God of my salvation on thee do I wait all the day. There is something about going to God and let God lay over you. If you're determined let someone else lay over you. God needs you. So we need to pray for our nation. So tonight I want us to do something. All that can and will. If you can't come to an altar, do it at your pew. I want us all to come and beg God for our nation. I don't know where it's going to go. I'm not foolish enough to tell you the right man's going to get it. I'm not. I'm saying this. We demand our way as a nation. God let's have it. I hope our way is to let God rule and reign in our lives. Let's go to God and find out. Let's pray and ask Him to intervene. Because we need Him. Let's not go dictating what He might do. Just simply letting Him have His will and way.